Right to be read podcast, episode number 146. Interview with Ricardo Fayad. You are listening to the Right to be Read podcast, and this is your host, Ani Alexander. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Right to be Read podcast. It's me, Anne Alexander, and as always, in this episode too, I will try to inspire and encourage you. Although this interview will be more practical in terms of introducing something that is new, that is free, and that is useful, so you will be able to use it in your self-publishing journey. So today, I'm talking to Ricardo Fayad. Ricardo is the co founder and chief marketing officer of Ritzy, which is a marketplace connecting authors with the best publishing professionals, let's say editors, proofreaders, designers, marketers, etc. An avid reader and technology enthusiast, he likes to imagine how little players will build the future of publishing, further empowering authors and allowing them to publish to the same standards as the biggest publishing companies. And I think what they have founded is very unique and it's a nice place where actually writers can go and... Um, find everything they need in order to make their draft manuscript into a good quality published book. So let's dive into the interview. Let's see what they have created. And at the end of the interview, you will find out also about their very recent launch of a tool that all of us will definitely need and be using quite often. Let's start. Hello, Ricardo. Welcome to the Right to be Read podcast. Hi, Anne. It's really, really good to be here. Yeah, it's really nice to actually finally connect because I heard about what you're doing quite a while ago. And I, I'm just thinking right now, how come I never actually thought about reaching out and doing an interview? So I'm, I'm correcting my mistake in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. Yeah, no, we've, been, we've known about the Right to Be Read podcast as well. And uh, I was thinking about reaching out. So I think it's good timing. Oh, yeah, it's perfect timing. Now that, you know, we're in the same country with you, it's even better and easier because exactly. we're in the same time zone, finally. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So how are you finding London? Oh, it's it's really nice. Today is um, exceptionally sunny, so um, I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so, um, I mean... I know you as someone who has founded Ritzy, mm -hmm. uh, but maybe you're also a writer or, uh, you know, uh, do you do you want to introduce yourself in terms of how you are related to writing and stuff like that? Yeah, no, sure. So, um, so I'm not a writer yet. I might be uh, at some point, definitely want to. Uh, but I, I came to founding Ritzy more from the reader perspective, I think. Um, so I was with a friend and uh, we're, we're avid readers and early adopters of uh, the Kindle and uh, I mean I read on my phone uh, and we so we started basically in France a few years ago and not a lot of people uh, read on their phone at that time um, so we thought a lot about the digital revolution talked about it and um, he had this idea that um, there was something to do with uh, with self-publishing authors and helping them really um, get to the right editors, designers, 
uh, marketers and all that. And, um, and kind of the idea of Ritzy was born from there. Okay, I see. So basically, you started from reader's perspective, which is like yep. a really nice point, because very often, we end up like, you know, thinking too much from the writer's perspective. And we don't really, uh, we make mistakes, which are because we don't realize what the end user is getting in terms of experience. So I guess that's that's really nice nice point. So let's just, you know, start digging into what Ridsley is really about. So I mean, let's say um I'm a, a writer who has written her first book. I'm digging into self-publishing because I don't really want to go to the traditional route. Uh, obviously, there are plenty of options out there what to do and, you know, where to go. Um, so somehow I'm, I'm just doing a Google search or someone is recommending me check out this website and I get to your website. So what it is for? What do I get as someone who is who has no clue what to do, who is just starting out? What do I get there? Yeah. So um, as you said, there are lots of uh, options out there. And that's actually what Ritsi is all about. Um, what we offer on our marketplace is a really kind of uh, select group of hand-picked professionals. And by that, I mean editors, copy editors, proofreaders, designers, typesetters, marketers and publicists. We'll soon add translators, literary translators as well. And the difference between Ritzy and kind of other marketplaces, more generalists like um, Odesk or Upwork, is that we really go through every uh, professional's profile uh, to check their, their information and make sure that they're really good people. So they all have a traditional publishing background, worked at a traditional publishing company or freelance for a publishing company. They've worked with best-selling authors who've got kind of Stephen King's editor, Stephen King's designer, uh, George R. R. Martin's editor, people like that, uh, Paul Krugman's editor as well. Um, and and in terms of publicists, we've got uh, also Tim Ferriss's, two of Tim Ferriss's publicists. So that's kind of people like that who we target and uh, who we get on Ritzy. Okay, I see. So basically... Um what I'm imagining from what you said is that um, it's a place where I can find freelancers for my book who can work on my book, uh, just like Upwork and other places. But these are specifically specialized in the book market and, you know, things, uh, services related to books. And they have been selected by you. So like the quality of the service provided is already ensured. Right. Exactly. And um, and because it's already insured by by our selection, we actually insure it further through uh, what we call our RITC guarantee, uh, which means that if uh, a problem arises in the collaboration, if the editor doesn't deliver on time or if you're not like uh, satisfied with the result, then you can come to us. And even if you don't contract with RITC, you contract directly with the, with the professional. Uh, we kind of act as a third-party guarantor so we can issue refunds or stuff like that. So we kind of really insure the any kind of money that's spent on the platform. We act as a kind of insurance. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see. So let's imagine, let's say I'm looking for a book cover, just, you yep. know, since it's it's very important and I have to have it professionally done. So I'm coming to your website. I'm, I'm looking for designers. Um 
how do I make sure, I mean, how do I find out whom to choose? Is there like, you know, what do I see? Do I see their portfolio, reviews of customers, or, you know, do you put any rank ratings on, on your freelance, uh, on your, um, the people who are working for you? Yeah. So what you see, so first, when you come on the marketplace, you can filter your search by genre. Uh, and by the type of service you need. So if you're looking for a cover design for a self-help book, you'll put cover design, self-help, and you'll get a list of maybe 20, 30 designers. Um, and then um, we've got a preview of the designers directly on the marketplace. So you can just click and see their portfolio and work experience. And then you can click through to see their whole profile. And on the profile, you get their kind of an overview. So short bit of text about who they are, uh, then their work experience, the genres they specialize in, and then finally the portfolio. We'll add reviews um, from customers pretty soon. Uh, but the thing is, they're all going to be five stars because we've never... So we do informal surveys right now after after collaborations and everyone's happy. So it's going to be a bit like uh, Uber, you know, the marketplace for, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for drivers where everyone's got five stars. <laughs> so that's why we don't do it yet but uh, we'll we'll let it soon well it's like podcasting i mean podcasts usually either have five stars or don't have reviews at all. exactly yeah. <laughs> okay i see so um basically um since you spoke about being happy let's kind of you know dive into a little bit um sadder part of the thing uh let's talk about prices i mean what kind of price range are we talking because you spoke about you know uh people who work for uh, stephen king people who work for tim ferris so for me like i don't know subconsciously i imagine lots of zeros uh, yes and no. <laughs> it depends on the service. So what we found uh, is that the market is really not transparent, um, especially in terms of design, also in terms of editing. Uh, so I can give you, so we're through, we've had over a thousand something quotes exchanged to the platform so far. So we're soon going to release an infographic to give a bit more transparency to the market saying this is what professional editors charge for copy editing on an 80,000 word manuscript. So mm-hmm. I can give you ballpark ranges. For example, let's see if developmental editing on an 80,000 word manuscript is going to cost somewhere between $1,500 and uh, maybe $3,000, depending on the amount mm-hmm. of words that's needed on the writing, basically. Um, for cover design, the median rate is $500. Uh, and it can range from 300 to 2000 depending on the designer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Stephen King's designer, uh, the one I have in mind, yeah, it's going to charge maybe $2,000 for a cover. But it's going to be something really, really mind-blowing. Uh, but you've, we've got other, other designers in the UK who work for the biggest houses and have, have done covers also for Stephen King's books. And they charge 500 pounds. So that's affordable. Okay, I see. So um, you said that you also provide guarantees. So in case like, you know, I don't know, for example, for the cover design, um, do you have any limitations about how many options or how many revisions the designer has to make to the cover? I mean, when I pay the price, um, do I know what I'm getting? I mean, let's say maybe I want like what I'm getting at that point. 
what is the process because I, I find it very difficult with especially creative processes like cover design um, where it's not like editing and straightforward kind of service sometimes you end up going back and forth for for quite a long time so how are you managing those processes yeah so usually um so we don't want to set like rules on how it should be done on the platform because different designers have different ways of doing things and i mean it also depends on the author what they want um well so, very often they don't know what they want that's the problem true. <laughs> uh so the designer usually is going to say uh, this is my price for uh doing like start with three concepts and then we do three rounds of revisions and usually if there's need for more rounds of revisions the the designer's going to do them uh, mm -hmm. as well but that's like they start with a contract and so this is on Reedsy, so we see that. So if the author then comes to us and says, uh, look, I've paid 500 uh, pounds, but I'm not happy with the result, then uh, if if they agreed for three rounds of revisions and the three rounds have been done, then we can't do anything for the author. But if the designer has done only one round of revisions and wants more money, then we can tell the, the designer doesn't work like that, but that's not what you agreed to, and uh, we can issue a refund to the author if the designer stops working, which we've done one one time in the, in the past. Okay, I see. So, um, what about, like, do you provide, like, packages? Let's say I don't really um, have time to go through all uh, the processes of selecting the the freelancers for all the activities that needs to be done to the book to my draft manuscript do you have any like ready kind of you know you pay and get everything done or or not no that's not that's not our model so um we've got great customer service so anyone can drop me a line i mean um when authors sign up on Reese, they get an email from me asking about what they're writing and if I can be of any help with like recommendations from, from freelancers on our marketplace. And sometimes they tell me I don't have time to do the research. I just want this book. They want a package basically. So I'm happy by email to outline the costs for everything and recommend freelancers for every step of the way and guide the author. But if we start offering like formal packages, then we turn into a model that has to charge uh, more uh, mm -hmm. for doing the kind of handholding, and we don't want to turn into that. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. So um, basically, um, I mean, the way I'm seeing this, it's it's like a, a really nice place to go to because you end up with already selected and filtered people who have been in the industry and who have been monitored by you and you know um, the quality is is known that you know it's it's a minimum of very good quality and also we get your insurance as a backup to to make sure that everything goes well so pretty much it's it's kind of uh i don't know i mean do you um have any competitors because i haven't actually uh seen anything like this tailored to writers specifically yeah i mean there in terms of competitors i think there are kind of agencies who do that but they're like it's their agencies are not marketplaces so uh -huh. you don't see the friends that they're going to recommend three people to you but their network is kind of closed uh -huh. uh, it's not like an open marketplace um and i mean the good thing about this 
this kind of marketplace model as well is that we allow you to get in touch with five people uh, at once with a single brief. So that mm -hmm. kind of gives you the opportunity to test the waters and um, and if you're not really sure about what you need in terms of editing and how much it would cost you, then you can like upload a sample, ask them for developmental editing, and they're going to do a sample edit and they're going to provide you with a quote so you can see if they all quote you between $2,000 and $3,000 and you know that that's what good editors are going to charge you for developmental editing. Okay, I see. So very often, I mean, when, when I'm working with writers, um, the most difficult thing and uh, the thing that everyone wants once their uh, book is ready are uh, either the book launch kind of organization or the book marketing and basically moving it forward. So uh, are there any specialists who are uh, doing that type of things for, for writers on your platform? Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got two kinds of uh, of people doing that. Um, we've got publicists, and these are people who focus basically on getting coverage for the book, either in in publications, radio, even television, or uh, more relevant for fiction in in blogs. Uh, so they either offer press coverage or blog tours. Mm -hmm. And so these are people who are used to working with traditional publishing companies uh, so if for self-publishing authors you need to have a very strong story if you if you want to pitch it to to a publicist on our marketplace yeah um so for example right now i've got someone writing uh, peter thiel's biography and that's a pretty strong pitch or we've got a, a uber driver who wrote a book about his experience um driving for uber in san francisco and again there's a pretty strong pitch there uh, that can get you in the in the media. So if you write nonfiction um, or narrative nonfiction, if you've got a compelling story, then yeah, I'd say you can a publicist makes sense. If you write fiction, then and you want to do a blog tour, then I'd say a publicist makes sense. Otherwise, we've got marketers, and we've got only four on the marketplace because finding a good book marketer who's not going to charge you tens of thousands of dollars for marketing campaign is very hard yes it is i know <laughs> <laughs> so we've got four they're really good uh we continuously get applications from book marketers but we kind of want to have a chat with all of them before we allow them on the marketplace and most of them they're just not convincing they're very good at selling themselves but we don't believe they'd be good at selling books so we don't show those <laughs> Okay, so um, since you mentioned that, and that was something I was thinking about, um, let's kind of, you know, change the the viewpoints. Let's get to the um, people's shoes who are providing those services. So let's say, I mean, I'm sure there are some editors out there who are listening right now, or, you know, they may be some cover designers. So let's say I have a service that I provide, which is relevant to your marketplace. Uh, what is the process? What do I do first? I want to become one of those people who are featured on your website. So what do I do? You just sign up. Um, 
as an author would. And uh, during the sign-up process, we ask you whether you're signing up as an author or signing up as a professional. Uh, so if you're an editor or designer, you sign professional, and uh, and then uh, you get a few emails asking you to complete your profile. So that's what we what we judge on basically. So we need we need professionals who sign up on Readsy and want to be considered to really fill in their profile exhaustively. So at their overview, as I said, the genres, the languages the work experience, the portfolio, and once the profiles are complete, we check them um, every week and make decisions based on the information uh, that is in the profiles. For marketers, as I said, it's a bit like we need to go a bit further. If someone looks really interesting, then we want to have a chat with them uh, because, again, marketers are good at selling themselves on the profile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so... Um... Basically, um, what are the, uh, is it a membership site or, you know, are you getting commission from what uh, the service providers are getting? What is the model? I mean, for the client, like for the writer, what are his costs? Just whatever he pays to the freelancer? Uh, yes, plus a 10% read CV uh, on the author side. On the author side. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's the price plus 10%. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So that- Okay. We all find that on the on the quotes they 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 receive. There's a little Ritzy fee underneath, a bit like Airbnb, basically. Okay. Yeah, I see. So, um, and what is next? I mean, how how is this gonna develop? Do you have any future plans? We've got a lot of uh, a lot of things planned. So we just released uh, this week the what we call the Ritzy book editor, which is. Basically, a free uh, writing and formatting tool that's probably the only one out there that does really good um, typesetting and export to print-ready PDFs on top of the EPUB. So I'll let you check that out uh, on on Ritzy for more info, but we're going to spend the next few weeks and months really working on it to add more features, make it more collaborative, and really integrate it to the marketplace. So that's our main thing. Okay, so it's for writers. They can use this tool to write their book and format it and and typeset it um, to be ready and and to get it as a file. Exactly. So you can either write on it, or copy paste chapter by chapter, or soon uh, in a month or so, um, import a word document or Scrivener document, and uh, and then use it just for the formatting. So the idea basically is that. It, it looks a little bit like Medium, the blogging platform, mm-hmm. and and we control the formatting. So the first line of the chapter is an indented. For example, if um, uh, we we can add scene breaks, uh, you can add chapter breaks, and and the PDF that you export. So it takes a few seconds to export, but then the PDF is perfectly typeset. Uh, it generates a table of contents. You get the front matter, the back matter, the copyright, and you've got pretty much everything um, in there so it's a bit hard to explain because there's a lot of things that go into the typesetting and it's actually really powerful technology behind there uh, but um, and usually sounds easy for authors when it's really not 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, definitely, I'm, I'm sure that creating that is not easy, but it, to put it in simple terms, so basically, if you are a writer and you want your book to look professional at the end while you are uploading it to Amazon or other platforms or, you know, you want a paperback version, this tool helps you in an easy way without big hassle and without really, you know, spending hours and hours, uh, just have it done um, as a result, right? Exactly. And it's, uh, and it's free. So And it's free, big, which is a big bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's that's another uh, nice tool that uh, writers could use. So is it in, in beta or, you know, is it released already? Can people go ahead and, and use it already or, or what's the situation? Yeah, no, no, it's it's released. So uh, when you sign up on Ritzy and go to kind of your Ritzy dashboard, you've got a section called My Books that's just above the, the marketplace. And in My Books, you can create a new book and, as I said, either write or copy-paste or soon uh, import your book. And and from there, you enter the editor, so the writing tool, and you can format it there and, and export the, the relevant files there. So do I understand correct that you can choose the format you need? Let's say I want a Kindle ebook and then it, it will format it accordingly, like for Kindle or CreateSpace or I don't know, Smashwords or what whatever you will need eventually. So there's two there's two formats that we export that are actually the only formats uh, that a writer needs, uh, which are uh, the EPUB. Mm-hmm. And with the EPUB, you can go to Smashwords, you can go to Apple, you can go to Barnes & Noble, and you can go to Amazon because Amazon has a free converter that will convert your EPUB to the Mobi file that's required for Kindle. Uh-huh. And so we've checked, all, we've checked our EPUB basically to make sure that it would work perfectly on and meet the requirements of all the all the distributors I mentioned and also that when used within the Amazon converter it would turn into a Kindle into a Kindle file that again works perfectly okay I see yeah so basically nice to have like yet another option a free exactly. one to <laughs> to use actually okay so um if we go back to the writers, uh, I mean, based on your experience, because you kind of see the both sides of the story and, uh, you know, you see what's happening. Uh, what do you think are the biggest struggles and biggest like issues that they need to solve right after they have written their first draft? Um, it really depends on the on the writer, but... Uh... I'd say that um, they need to figure out their goals uh, as a first thing. So what, what do they want out of the writing, whether that's uh, like to get published or to just to have their friends and family write their book or uh, if they actually want to make a living out of their writing uh, in the in near future and, and from there invest accordingly. Uh, at first draft, usually what I recommend authors to do is to just polish it further and get to a point where they feel that they cannot add more to the story or refine the story further. And that's usually the right time to work with an editor. The, the biggest mistakes I see authors at that point do is skip the editing process. Uh, and the second biggest is um, do the covers themselves. And I'm really like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't speak enough about that because we get 
a lot of authors coming for editing on Reedsy, uh, and then the books are out, and I just hate the covers because they do it themselves, and authors don't cannot judge uh, their own covers. Oh yeah, it's it's true. They cannot judge, and then I I do believe. I mean, we had several interviews with uh, book cover designers specifically, uh, where we were talking about that there are so many nuances to the thing, and that you know the cover is kind of like a sales pitch. So you have this small thumbnail on Amazon, and uh, what the cover's function is to attract attention and to make sure that the person clicks on that. And uh, not always what is very artistic and very nice works in, in that term, in, in terms of, you know, getting that goal. And also there are so many nuances in terms of that each genre has its specific stylistic kind of, you know, things and uh yeah it's, it's very kind of uh i don't know i mean even if you are a designer but not specifically a book designer i don't know all these you know very detailed elements that can affect um then i i guess you know you shouldn't get into there <laughs> yeah no exactly i mean we've we've come across some top designers who are also very good on their first covers, um, but it's not it's not the case for uh, for everyone. I think there's, as with everything, there's two things: there's talent and there's experience. And uh, if you wanna you wanna make sure that you that you get both, really. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, uh, I mean, usually I end up with like a more general question. I don't know if if it's kind of you know. Um, uh, it's very re relevant to you since you yourself haven't written a book. But on the other hand, since you've had this, you know, close relationship with writers so much, maybe, you know, just uh, one specific um, important advice to newbie writers. To newbie writers? Yes. Um, I think my main advice to them usually is to to do a lot of research before uh, they start getting the book out there. So while they're right, research, marketing advice. Um, I mean, we have marketers on Reedsy, but as an author, you should, sadly, nowadays, you can't just write. You have to know a lot of, uh, about marketing and be kind of savvy there. And there's so much free advice out there on good blogs, uh, on good podcasts that, if you spend like one, two hours a day just re doing research about marketing and getting ideas, writing them down, then when you finish with your second draft and are looking into editing, you can already start drafting a marketing campaign. And that's, that makes a huge difference when you, when you launch the book. Because even if digital books nowadays um, can like pick up speed on Amazon at any point in the, in, in the future, maybe in one, two years, uh, it can start selling. Launches are still really, really, really important on, on Amazon to, to get visibility. So you don't want to miss that, especially for your first book. Yeah, very good. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming over. Thanks a lot. Uh, and thank you for the platform and especially for the free tool. <laughs> so uh, we appreciate what you do and uh, I wish you success. Thanks, Annie, and uh, it was really, really good to, to be here with you, and I also wish you all the best with the podcast. Thank you.
Well, that was it. That's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Go out and uh, check out Ritzy and see what it can do for you. And hopefully it will help you create better books, publish better quality books and become a well-known author. Otherwise, just, you know, do everything we always spoke about. Keep writing, keep the inspiration and motivation up uh, and keep listening to the Write to Be Read podcast. So subscribe to it, not to miss an episode and I'll meet you in the next one.